1936 Chicago, small-time grifter Johnny Hooker seeks to avenge the death of his friend by playing a big con against the crime boss who called the hit. Teaming up with Harry Gondorf, a down-on-his-luck big-time con artist, the two men scheme to rip off the mafia in the Robert Redford Paul Newman classic, The Sting. Welcome to Gutter Trash episode 144, The Sting. My name And I'm Jason. <clears throat> nice to meet you. Hey, it's all my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What up, buddy? I think it's fall. Uh, it's getting there. Yeah. It is getting there. We still have a full month to go. Well. I saw some leaves, though. All yeah. over the ground. So, I see leaves all the time. That was the first time for me. I mean. See leaves? Ever? This, 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 this season. They grow on trees all the time. Uh, okay. <laughs> I walked through a pile of them, though, and my feet were touching the ground. Uh-huh. It was amazing. This was yesterday. Some high wind storms recently. That's a storm a couple There's days ago. Hurricane yeah. Irene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, earthquake. Earthquake, apparently. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All these things could explain away. But I thought maybe, like, uh, you know, fall was starting early, which would make me so happy. Yeah. It's still incredibly hot outside. Not today. It's, yeah. it's warm. Yeah, it's I, I, would, I wouldn't even say hot today. It was hot today. Really? Yeah. Well, oh well. Okay, in the in the noontime, yes. in the noontime it was hot. You know, when the giant fiery ball of light was uh, up in the sky. Yes, it was hot today. <coughs> when it uh, sunk down into the ground, then it stopped being hot outside. Yeah. When the when the orcs that live inside of the earth tethered it with their uh, leather lassos and pulled it into the nearest volcano. Exactly. Which is what happens yes. every night around 8.30. <laughs> you know, uh, daylight savings. Right. And, and it is getting uh, earlier and earlier that they uh, pull the sun down into the volcano. I love that about yeah, them. Yeah. You can always count on a good uh, molten core orc to... Yeah, yeah. I'm sure uh, within a month, month and a half, you know, uh, they'll start pulling that down around, you know, uh, you know, six, seven o'clock. You know, oh, that's and amazing. And then maybe by like you know November they'll uh, you know, get it down around uh, you know five thirty, six o'clock. See, they're they're great. Yeah, they're great they, for that. Oh yeah. yeah. You can if you can't count on an earth orc. Right. Who can? <laughs> <laughs> it's all I'm saying. Right. <clears throat> So, uh, no, no, it's uh, it's better than it was a month ago. I oh. will concede that okay. entirely. And there's some leaves on the ground, which is weird. Yeah, seems early for that still. Yeah, there. confused me. I took a photo. Yeah. I'll show you. No. I'll show you on the break. All right, all right. I don't want to see it. It's my dog playing with leaves. Care. <laughs> but you get to see a picture of Uma. Yeah. She's awesome. Uma is awesome. I miss seeing her. Well, I'll bring her over sometime. All right. Really? No. No, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I uh, have anything against her. I just don't think uh, this apartment is uh, proper for Uma. She's grown accustomed to a certain level of, uh, you know... Clutter? Yeah. Yeah. You can bring goo over anytime. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Done and done. Right. Can you be a guest on the next show? Yes! <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> goo is my cat. My 13-year-old cat. Yeah. And he is awesome. Yes, he is. He's still super uh, agile and uh, gets around, you know, like like he's a 2-year-old cat. Yeah, he's skinny. 
Yeah, he's really skinny. That helps. Mm-hmm. I only know gigantic cats, so uh, right. they're pretty lethargic yeah. and uh, don't do a lot. <laughs> they, they they eat, they maybe do some bathing. Not a lot of jumping. Right, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, one of them has a hard time jumping. Can't even uh, make it to a couch. Aw. Poor he's guy. A, he's a fat bastard. Is it the Max? That is Max. He's getting a little stool, a little uh, stool step nah. onto the couch. He makes it up. He just has to take his time. Yeah. Plus, he's probably like 15 years old, too. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I'll bring Goo over. He'll love it. Sweet. <coughs> oh, what a cat. <laughs> what a cat to defeat my crushing loneliness. Aw. They're good for that. Yeah. At least yeah. until I uh, start neglecting it and forgetting to feed it. Right. Yeah. And then you close your eyes up while yeah. you're sleeping. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody's happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. We uh, watched a movie. Yes, we did. What did we watch? Uh, <laughs> we watched Batman Brave and the Bold. We did. Yeah, we did. Uh, no, we watched uh, The Sting. Yeah. Starring... Robert Redford, Paul Newman, Charles Durney, Ray Walston, Eileen Brennan, Robert Shaw, other people. Yeah. There was some Mr. Hand. Uh, oh, that's Ray Walston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I believe Uncle Martin is his name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, what a, what a cast. What a cast indeed. Would you say an ensemble cast? I would say this is an ensemble cast. Yeah. Well, eh. I mean, there's a couple of obvious main, yeah. main stars. I guess it is an ensemble cast, sure. Yeah, I mean, you get your Redford and your Newman. Right. Kind of, you know, stealing a large portion of screen time, but... Right, well, they're the main characters. But everybody held their own. Yeah, that's Everybody true. was awesome. So, uh, so what did you think overall? I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. As did I. Yeah. Uh... Not uh, not the best con artist movie I think I've ever seen. Right. But it was fun. Yeah. It was clever. Uh, there was at least one uh, surprise twist that yeah. I never saw coming. Right. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. I uh, I uh, sorry, I never saw this sooner. Isn't that weird? I'd never heard of this until yeah. the last episode. Wow. And this is from, what, mid-70s? Sorry, Joe and Kristen and everybody <laughs> who might be offended by that. Uh, or was, it, was this... 1973, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I think this was uh, hot on the heels of uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which is in my top five favorite movies of all time. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Uh, people were demanding to see, uh, Redford and Newman team up again. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. Huh. And so they made this. Well, it was cool, yeah. It was like, it was like, I mean, you know, I've always liked heist movies, and I would almost, like, like this sort of, this sort of, uh, grifter movie, as right. as they refer to themselves, is is along the same lines as, yeah. like, a good heist movie. I mean, there's some... Trickery. Uh, yeah. And, uh, some stealth and a yeah, little, yeah. Your, you know, it's kind of like you're, you're like, what are they doing? And how are they going to pull this one off? And right, right. Are they going to do it? And yeah, it's, uh, I sound like a moron. Are they going to do it? But, but yeah, wow. It was, uh, it was really fun too. It was really fun. I think, uh, A, being that, uh, this movie is, uh, you know, almost, uh, 40 years old at this point. Uh, and the fact that it stars Robert Redford and Paul Newman, we, we knew how it was gonna turn out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's, it's the fun of getting there. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, with this type of movie. Yeah, there's some, uh, there's some really, uh, I don't know. Like you said, clever, like, clever little, uh, tricks and things that they, that they do to s- scam money off people. And, yeah. And then there's kind of one main one that they work up to and. Right. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Took up a, a majority of the movie, but it right. it was like it was it was well written. I think uh, I think uh, 
had the payoff. Not, uh, not succeeded, uh, then, then this probably would have been a terrible movie. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause it does spend, it's a two hour and ten minute movie. It spends at least an hour and a half building up to, to them, you know, pulling off this comm against, uh, against the bad guy, basically. Right. Uh, and, and I think if, if, uh, their final ploy had, uh, didn't have the payoff that uh, that that you're expecting. Uh, I think um, this probably could have been a failure. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a feel good con artist. It is. I mean, yeah. There's some drama and there's some you know a little noir action, like a lot of right. gritty, shadowy uh, uh, fedora wearing right. you know figures. And um, but yeah, I mean, it's still fun. I mean, there's like some real like legitimate comedy right. in the movie and uh you're not laughing at the movie you're clearly laughing, laughing as intended yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah i was i was i you know honestly i think this is the first robert redford movie i've ever seen seriously yeah sneakers never never saw it um indecent proposal, indecent proposal. <laughs> never saw it. <laughs> uh a river runs through it Nope. Nope. No. No, um, the horse whisperer. <laughs> um, nope. And I, and before you even name it, uh, I never did see Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Four. Right. So, uh, Bush Cassidy something that's good. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Wow. I liked him. He was cool. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, I've enjoyed his movies in the past. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones I just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Am I might have to uh, watch the Butch Cast in the Sundance Kid, though. You should uh, definitely watch that, and you should definitely watch Sneakers. Yeah? Yeah. Is that another heist movie? Kinda. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a techno heist movie. Ooh. Like, like they listen to techno, or it's like all digital? It's all digital. Okay. Computery. But from like 1990. Oh, like Lawnmower Man style computers. Hmm? Like Lawnmower Man style computers. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> I think uh, there's even a person who uh, puts on a visor to go into some sort of virtual reality world. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, better than than that. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, now I'm totally in. Yeah. I think uh, I think Dan Aykroyd's in it as well, and uh, Ben Kingsley. So. This is sneakers. Sneakers. Okay. And I think River Phoenix, maybe. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. If not him, then it's Christian Slater. But I'm going <laughs> to bet it's River Phoenix. Yeah. Huh. They have the same hair. Roughly kind of the do. same age. Kind of do. Yeah. One of them's still alive, though. Right. Yeah. Probably the wrong one. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All I'm saying is one of them was Indiana Jones Jr., and the other one was in cuffs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, cuffs! I saw that in the theater. <laughs> oh, that's how lame I am. I was like, you know what I'm gonna do with my ten dollars this weekend? I'm gonna go see cuffs. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what? That's unfair. I really liked Cuffs. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. I think I tolerated it. I've never seen it since then. I saw it on video when it first came out. My mom rented it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was a, a good use of the word fuck. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's that? Uh, the PG-13 fuck. You're allowed to say it once. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember the actual scenario where they use it? Uh, his, his partner, whatever, was uh, just... Uh, Letting out a uh, uh, a stream of of uh, swears, but mm-hmm. they all were all bleeped out. And then finally, he just said, "Paw." He paused and said, "Fuck you," which is the one fuck that they get in a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> they actually bleeped it. Bleeped the. They the bleeped expl- all the other ones. Explode, huh? Except for that one. And this isn't a theater, or no? This is on DVD. What? How how did they bleep them? You mean like so? It was like a fourth wall thing, where yeah. okay. It's really bizarre. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a movie bleep themselves in the Yeah, movie. you did. You saw Cuffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a 
That was a theater-going film experience. I'm talking about lowly DVD rental movies. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about the same goddamn movie. <laughs> I, th- I thought you meant, like, just because it was on DVD, they bleeped no. Okay. Oh, wow, I don't remember that at all. Of course, that was, like, 20 years ago. So yeah, still. <laughs> it was a PG-13 movie. All right. You're only allowed to have one fuck in a PG-13 Oh, movie. no, I totally get that. Apparently you don't. <laughs> no, the part I didn't get is they would actually bleep them yes. in the movie. Uh-huh. Like you would hear a beep Because sound. that's that's comedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So the character was saying a lot of fucks. Right, right. But they were bleeping them out because you're only allowed one. I guess it's one of those jokes you had to be there to... You were there! <laughs> <laughs> you wasted ten dollars on it. <laughs> oh, see, that's why I burned it out of my memory. <laughs> but one movie I won't burn out of my memory: X Men First Class. X Men First Class. Also, that was a great fight scene with Wolverine and Sabretooth. Yes, it was, and uh, they were, well, Sabretooth was not in that movie. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking of the first X Men movie. What yeah. was that one called? X Men. Oh, just X Men. Why would they have the word first in the sequel? That's just going to confuse people. Because it's a prequel. Oh. You saw that movie, too? <laughs> and recently. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And that also has the perfect use of uh, the one PG-13 fuck. Oh, yeah. that was. I do remember that one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Someone had ruined that joke for me, though, uh, at Mavericks. Uh, they were like, I hate Mavericks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they were just like, like, oh, let me just tell you about this one scene in the movie. And I was like, okay, you know, like not knowing that they're gonna like blow like the the funny scene. Tell you about uh, the cameo in Zombieland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone did that too. Yeah, yeah. The ending of Seven. (laughs) Luckily, no. That was, yeah, that that is weird because I was working at Mavericks then. That one is uh, still burned in my mind. Yeah, how that happened to me. Or someone ruined the ending of seven. <laughs> that would be quite the bummer. I was pissed. Because I was seen that fucking night. Ooh. Right after school. Yeah. Me and my friend. Like, hey, let's meet up. Let's go uh, go see seven. Last period of the day. And this guy's like talking about seven. He's like, hey, I'm in your heads in the box. Oh. <laughs> and you were like, I don't even know what that means until you were sitting there. No, I understood it entirely. Okay. That okay. Yeah, it's, that's horrible. Why do people do that? They take they take pride in ruining things for others. Okay, apparently, though, there's a study mm-hmm. recently that came out that said that uh, spoilers uh, don't ruin movies. They actually enhance the movies. Oh. Well, then uh, I take it all back. I think that study is bullshit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because oh. apparently, apparently people are more at ease when they know exactly what is going to happen. You know, I've met people like that. I don't understand that. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. That's not why I see a movie. That's not why I do any sort of entertainment thing that I do. I don't want it. I don't want to know what I'm getting into. I yeah. want to experience it as it's happening. Exactly. As it was planned yeah. by the uh, creators of it. Yes. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. We're going to a movie again, though, so it doesn't matter. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hmm. Well, we won't spoil the end of s- The Sting. No, we kind of already have. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we just said that there was, you know, uh, like it a It ends how you expect it to end. All right, yeah. yeah. And also, it's a 40-year-old movie. I think the uh, statute of limitations <laughs> yeah. on that have... Uh, the long pass. If it was 1974 and we were doing this podcast on the internet, right? Then yeah. I would, uh, I would say that okay, let's not spoil it right now. Wow, I wasn't even alive when this movie was filmed. Because uh, uh, you know, maybe people haven't watched it on Blu-ray yet. By that <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, they're still waiting on the uh, technology to be invented. Uh, <laughs> um, man, wasn't the uh, weren't the like. The 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 uh, the city scenes and the set pieces just amazing in this movie. They're great. I don't know like if they did it just on a, a soundstage or whatever, but mm-hmm. man, they made 1936 Chicago look amazing. Oh yeah, they totally did. 
I mean, I mean, a lot of it looked, you know, like parts of Chicago that that we, we visited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but you could, I mean, you could recognize like areas, but right. but yeah, it really did look transformed and like yeah. just it was it was pretty impressive. It was great. I loved it, and uh, I don't know. I got kind of a, a small obsession with. Uh, you know, 1930s society, you know, pre-World War II, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Right. And it's just fascinating to me. And so to see, you know, it recreated in, like, a movie like this, I think is part of the appeal to why I wanted to watch this. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, This just the styles and that, and, like, the lingo and everything. Yeah. I think we kind of talked about this when we watched Miller's Crossing a while right, back. Right. Like, I just love the, uh, just the style of everything back then. Like, yeah. from clothing to... Cars to just billboards and yeah. signage in general. Made me really want to wear a suit. I know, right? <laughs> like even <laughs> even when Paul Newman just like hanging out with his his wife beater shirt and his right. suspenders on, and you know you're like, yeah, he just you know, he can just throw a throw a nice suit jacket on top of that. Yeah. You know, but you can walk around the house in your suspenders and your nice pants and yeah. your fedora. Yeah. Man, that's the way to go. That's casual. Yeah, that's yeah. casual, right? <laughs> I'm thinking. Like like we we talked about this before. I think when I hit forty, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. Right. I'm gonna try right. to pull it off. Only be working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be like I'll be like buying magic card collections and my fedora. That'll be awesome. <laughs> Look at me now, mom. You'll still be living. Oh, I'll still be in her basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these these are the days of our lives. I kid because I love it. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, on top of the, just the, like, the general atmosphere of the movie, um, one other thing I thought was awesome about it were the, uh, the, the, like, title cards? Yeah, the, like, yeah. the different scenes and acts. They, there's, like, what, five of them or six of them? I forget. Something like that. Uh, there's the setup, the hook, the tail, the shutout. And the sting, yeah. So five at least, and uh, they're these like lush painted title cards, yeah. Uh, with like a, it almost looked like a Saturday Evening Post Norman Rockwell font, very much so, yeah. Um, and like the paintings themselves were, yeah, a little, uh, a little rougher than a Norman Rockwell, but, yeah. but pretty close to his style. If he didn't do them, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know he died. Um, I don't know a thing about art. I, I don't think I don't think those were. He probably. Did. I don't think those were him. I mean, but it was, it was definitely, definitely done in, in that, that scheme. Style, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was very cool. And it was like a. <laughs> and it was like a you know like they would show the title card and then they sort of excuse me uh, turn turn the page like you see the bottom right corner of it curl up and right, like right. it turns like a you know as you page book. yeah and. and and the whole time that it would show those title cards, it played the whatever song it is that the ice cream trucks always play, and I always wanted ice cream every time. Every time I saw one of those title cards, it is called "The Entertainer." Is that the song by Scott Joplin? Oh, no relation to Janice. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there is. Huh. I think they both uh, choked on their own vomit at the age of twenty-seven. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's not the way to go. That is not the way to go. Man, I'm glad I didn't choke to death on my vomit at age 27. There's still time. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm older than that. Huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You're not aging backwards? No, oh. no, no. Hmm. Nope. Don't believe so. Right. Don't believe so. Yeah. Um, eh, who knows? I might be. <laughs> I might be, uh, what's transdifferentiating? I think that's the term where you age to a certain point and then you just switch back and, yeah. and then you keep switching back and forth and you live forever. Oh, well. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't want to do that. I really want to be alive right now. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Aw. My biggest fear is that my parents will die before I do. Oh, really? Yeah. What's that? I don't want to, I don't want to grieve for them. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, grieving's not fun for anyone, but yeah. you gotta look out for number one. That's what Spider-Man always says. Nah. Oh, wow. Speaking of Spider-Man, that whole Spider-Man's origin story is almost entirely played out in this movie. What do you mean? Oh, yeah! 
Andy Riggs. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. <laughs> if Robert Redford just had some web shooters, this would have been the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh. <laughs> That is funny because, yeah, there's a scene where, you know, someone's asking him to, you stop know, a to stop a rubber. And I did think that for like a brief second, and then I just, right. you know. But, yeah, wow, there's a couple other parallels. Right. I mean, that's, that's Instead pretty, of Peter Parker, just happens to be a gangster who's running money for the mob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter. Yeah. Maybe his name was Peter. Huh. Could have been. And uh, he didn't take responsibility. And, uh, and then that led to... Uh, Robert Red for being on the run. Yeah. Just like the burglar. <laughs> yeah, the the burglar, parallel it kinda, breaks down yeah, really yeah. quickly. I'm say it, it diverges paths there in the middle. <laughs> but yeah, this movie had a it had like some good chase scenes. It had some great camera work, like yeah. through the like there's there's a couple of scenes where uh, they're filming stuff through a, a window and they'll like pan out and like, you know, this is nineteen seventy three, they you know, they have a close-up on someone in a room, and they pan out, and you realize the camera's in a building across the street. Right. And without cutting, the camera turns, and, like, there's some action in that room. I mean, there's some really neat camera work in this movie. It's really good. Really good. Hmm. I don't know that uh, the director of the movie, I think, was George Roy Hill, I believe was his name. I don't know if he's ever directed anything else I've ever seen before. I don't, I don't recognize the uh, name. Uh, but uh, based on this, I might want to check out some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and, and there's so many great cameos, like uh, one of the FBI guys. And they, I love the FBI guys' hats. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you call those hats? I don't know. It's they like, look like that sort of... Hee-haw or something. Smothers they're, Brothers. They're straw, but they're not, you know, like all mangled or anything. They, they right. sort of look like the hats that like you imagine at a, like a... Like an election rally or yeah, something like that. Yeah, like a, like a 1940s <laughs> election rally. Yeah. Like those circular, wide-brimmed, stiff hats like right, right. made out of straw or something. <clears throat> yeah, but like, yeah, one of the FBI guys was Pete from MacGyver. Yep. That yep. was awesome. Uh, there was a point where, like, pretty much right as soon as we meet Pete from MacGyver, like, I got on my phone and I was uh, checking online. The guy he was talking to, I swear to God... I thought he looked like Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, he really did. <coughs> I thought that too. So I was trying to see if Harry Dean Stanton like, had a cameo in this movie or something <laughs> right. like that. But I no, I, I don't think he did. I don't think it was. Yeah. But yeah, he did look like him. And of course, uh, Tommy's dad from Rescue Me. Oh, yeah. He that did. was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Charles Durning. Yeah, all these guys are so young too. Yeah. Even, uh, <laughs> except for uh, Ray Walston. Mr. Hand. Who, uh,. I think he was like 90 when he was made My Favorite Martian. And, uh, <laughs> right. You know, I think he may even still be alive today. <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't look any different at all. No, yeah. He's been 90 for 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. He's just like, I'm not going to die. Yeah. Well, he's got the Martian powers. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he smokes some weed with Spicoli, too, there so you go, get a little yeah. contact buzz. You spoiled that Oh. Looks like I'm not going to pick it. <laughs> oh. That was going to be, um, that's on my Miss Classics. And you just ruined it. Oh, I, I was talking about a different movie with, I was talking about the sequel with Spicoli. It's called Spicoli Goes Nuts and Murders Everyone Except for Mr. Hand because they smoke weed together. That's <laughs> 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 the name of the sequel. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, what a, yeah, what a great, what a good movie. Like, I wouldn't say, this movie is amazing, but yeah. it was a really solid uh, caper movie, heist yeah. movie, scam movie, with some comedy and some action. Solidly entertaining. Gorgeous looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about the cinematography. And you're not just Paul talking about... Paul Newman and Robert oh, Redford yeah. are gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to go Eileen Brennan, but, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Paul Newman's piercing eyes. Man, you get to, the first time you see him, he's all soiled in a bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, he is the model for Hal Jordan. Really? Yeah. Really? Green Lantern, for the folks not in the know. If you're listening to this, how are you not in the yeah. know? 
Yeah. When uh, when uh, Gil Kane was designing uh, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Really? He based him off of uh, Paul Newman. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. And did you know that Captain Marvel was based on Fred McMurray? I did not. There you go. Wow. Yeah. We're learning things. <laughs> wow. Was Brad Pitt was based on Robert Redford. That's a, even more incredible. <laughs> wow. Incredible. Incredible yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, it makes me want to slather myself in Newman's own dressing and <laughs> read some Green Arrow comics. Green Lantern comics. Green Lantern. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know really anything else to say about this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you don't want to spoil all the no. tricks and capers. Nope. There's a there's a cool card game. Yeah. Um, there's a couple cool card games. Yeah. yeah. No, I guess there's just the one. Some, Never mind. I'm stupid. There's some gunplay. There's some. Yeah. There's some dames. There's some. You know. There's a merry-go-round. There is a merry-go-round. You don't yeah. hardly see that in the movies. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fine movie. Uh, go 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 watch it. Yeah, it's not a must see, but it's solidly entertaining. Yeah, I was gonna ask. That's what I was gonna ask. How did this come to be on your must see list? <clears throat> uh, just because I've heard so much about it over the years. Just thank you. Just in the sting. It's great. See, yeah. I I I swear, like, I've never even heard of the movie. Wow. Like, I'm just so surprised that it's something that you heard heard a lot about. Right. Yeah, never heard of it. It's weird. I know there's a sequel. I've uh, heard not so good things about that. Does that have Redford Newman? Nope. Ah, okay. (laughs) Then, yeah. Yeah. It's the Samantha Darko of Paul Newman movies? Pretty much. Have you seen that? No. Okay, good. (laughs) I've heard nothing but horrible things, and I've I've picked up the box and looked at it at the video store and talked myself out of it a couple times, because it just looks terrible. There's no reason. No reason that should have been made, ever. No. Somebody thought they'd make a few bucks. Alright, uh, I gotta take a break. So, yeah. uh, let's go do that. And we will be back. Yeah. The sting. Watch it. It's fun. It is. Yeah. Good film. Yeah. We'll be back. Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hey. Hey. What's up? Not much. Not much. Enjoy your break? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah? Oh yeah. Me and Chauncey hung out in here for a while. That's awesome, yeah. that's awesome. I, uh, had to go take care of some business. Oh. 
I saw you get the fax machine out, and yep. I heard you say, sell, sell, buy. Yep. Something about diamonds and Mount Fuji. I didn't know yep. what was going on. It's too complicated to get into I right bet. now. Yeah. Uh, but once that was settled, mm-hmm. came down, uh, came downstairs here to the, uh, to the podcast arena. Right. And, uh, uh, we, uh, did some research on, uh, the movie we just watched. Yeah, you did, and I just sat here and read it. Well, yeah, I, I clicked the buttons. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you're I the, did. You're the big button clicker. That is pretty much one of the best things I'm good at. Uh, you yeah. clicked as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I die, my epitaph will say, Clicked some good buttons. Ooh, yeah. I kind of like that. It kind of has a like a like an ominous zing to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little abstract, but uh, you know, <laughs> can def- you know infer whatever you want. Right. Uh, uh, no, yeah, we we uh, looked up uh, the director George Roy Hill. Uh, turns out, directed one of my top five favorite movies in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You think that I maybe would have known that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know who directed. You know, like you know, I don't know any movie. Alien. Yeah, I have no idea. Right. It was Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> you know that is, that's kind of surprising, but uh, yeah, more surprising I think was his gamut of other movies that he directed. Uh. Funny Farm and Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah, yeah. That's quite quite the diverse repertoire. Uh, I think there's some similarities. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Both of them have a man who's uh, in a place he doesn't want to be. Right, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, some some tenuous grasp on reality. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it goes. Yeah, yeah so it goes. Right. I think what we're figuring out here is that Funny Farm is, in fact, a remake of Slaughterhouse Five, <laughs> and it's much funnier this time around. Yeah. So, like, if you didn't, if you wanted to yuck it up, and you rented Slaughterhouse Five, you're like, oh, the Dresden War, bummer. <laughs> uh, just pick up Funny Farm. Uh, there's a grown man on a riding lawnmower. There's yep. like chickens and squirrels, and, <laughs> if I remember right. I don't know. And uh, Carvana get approved. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, but you also looked up uh, the sequel to this yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, did not read the plot of it, but uh, it appears to be uh, like featuring the cousins or <laughs> sons or whatever. Oh, uh, would that two. be horrible if it was? Uh, it's all horrible. Yeah. When, wow. when, you know the two main things that are are helping make. The original work are uh, not in the sequel. Then uh, it's <laughs> clearly just a cash grab. How awesome would it be if it was supposed to be their grandsons? Oh. And since one of them is Jackie Gleason, it's clearly set way into the future. Right? It'd be like set in the year twenty forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and they have like little hover boots and space cars and. <laughs> Dude, I think we just wrote the Sting Three. <laughs> oh yeah, wow! They wouldn't have to rely on, uh, um, you know, Western Union style ticker right, tape right. technology. They could just text each other. Yeah. Well, they would telepathically get in the oh uh, yeah, the horse, so. <laughs> yeah. They would just tran- transmorph their bodies into uh, horses and uh, right, right. throw the race. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. Transmigration is that what uh is that what the uh what what do they call it on Brave and the Bold uh, when they switch bodies transmit transmigration whatever something who knows body switch body switching <laughs> no that's that's the name of our movie body switching <laughs> there's no G at the end of switching there we it's go just <laughs> show like a really hot girl on the cover in a bikini uh-huh. and then like I'm in. And then, like, a dude with a mustache uh, and, like, no, no, a briefcase. Him. He's the other guy. No, not him. Don't, you don't want to switch bodies? Uh, okay, how about a nerd girl, like a librarian, uh-huh. and then, like, a uh, sorority uh, queen or something? All right, let's do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally Body out. switching. All right. <laughs> the long lost plot to the Sting 3. <laughs> Stern Jackie Gleason. <laughs> oh. 
That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy that also directed uh, the second Sting, you found out all kinds of stuff that he wrote, which was kind of surprising. Uh, no, it was a different guy. Oh, that was a different guy? Oh, yeah. that's the writer. Okay, the writer of the Sting uh, wrote a bunch of different stuff. Including the Sting 2. Including the Sting 2. Um, and uh, I've completely forgotten most of it. Um, Major League? Oh, yeah, he wrote, uh, I think, three of the Major League movies. <laughs> I think there's four total. That's crazy. Yeah, he, uh, he directed uh, his directorial debut, and I think uh, the only thing he's directed, uh, Down Periscope. Starring Kelsey Grammer. With all kinds of bit parts in it. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't realize Patton Oswalt or any of those guys were in there. Me neither. I've never seen it, so... Yeah, me neither. It looks like a dumb, fun movie. Yeah, I'm could sure. be. Could be. You're going to pick that for your next <laughs> No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Maybe I'll put that on my list. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe I've never seen that. And, and, and Rob Schneider's, you know, The Fat Girl or whatever... Whatever the hot, girl. the hot girl, yeah. yeah. I have seen that. Let's <laughs> do that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, let me let me uh, put that in context. I used to work at a TV station. Yeah, we yeah. we had to air some shitty movies. So sometimes. you were paid to watch it. I was least. paid to watch oh, it. That's yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've I've I think I've seen every uh, every movie in the Rob Schneider oeuvre. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Those are two words that have never been used in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> wow, lucky you. Yeah, so I've seen uh, I've seen the hot girl, I've seen the animal uh, multiple times. Oh, does it does it explain things more on multiple viewings, or is uh, the plot still a little? Yeah, it's still pretty murky. It's dense. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like reading uh, the brothers brothers uh, Brzezhnikov or whatever that book's called. I'm such an idiot. That's all right. Uh, we both are. Uh, what's, what the fuck is the name of that Dostoevsky book? Uh, the Brothers. Brothers. I, I started to say The Brothers Grimm, but that's not right, it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm aware of what you're speaking yeah. of. I just don't know the yeah. exact uh, name to attach to it. Uh, Kolonikov. Grimanov. Grimanov. I don't know. Romanov. Romanov. Uh, uh, Smirnov. Smirnov. That's it. <laughs> the Brothers Smirnov. <laughs> Yakov and uh, Ivan. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, just like you know, like a horrible drink that's like you know, oh, tastes yeah. like Sprite with a shot of whiskey. <clears throat> no, I was thinking of the comedian. Uh, oh, he was great. Yeah. Remember when he was on episodes of Night Court? Oh, of course I do. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course I do. <laughs> and like, and he did his one joke over and over about like, you know, how, Russia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> something, something. Yeah, I'm not good. At, people, uh, people would like. Well, yeah, clearly we're on this show. Well, that I, I don't want to steal Jakob Smirnov's oh. material. No, yeah, he's got one joke. Leave, give it, <laughs> let him have it. Does he? He's not still around, is he? Like, oh yeah, really? Oh, that's uh, even worse. Huh? Isn't that even worse? Like he's because like he's is he like in uh, former Soviet Union? I'm uh uh. Uh, my uh, my friend uh, Bruce and his wife years ago uh, went on vacation to Branson, Missouri, Ooh. and Yakov has his own theater. <laughs> Branson, Missouri. Yes, that seems appropriate. So he uh, he does uh, like I think two shows a day in Branson, Missouri. Wow, they and must hate him there. Is uh, fucking rich as shit. Really? Yeah. Why would they hate him there? Because he does the same act twice a day, every day. It's a tourist trap. Yeah. The people of Branson, Missouri, they, they, don't, they don't go. Because right. they're working at those places. But, but what if they're... Yeah, well, that's another reason they would hate him. They have to hear it... Like, they have to hear it all day, every day. Bruce went and saw him. No. Said good things about him. Really? Yeah. Huh. I guess like he doesn't do the same jokes. Right. Well, that's good. He, he's grown as a comedian. And right. He's obviously successful enough that... He can do whatever he has the fuck own, he wants. He has his own theater. That's, yeah. that's something. It's more so, than we got. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more than we got. I'm not uh, saying that I'm going to rush out and go see him anytime uh, soon. Yeah. But, you know, give the guy his due. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I said he was on Night Court. That's yeah. something. My favorite show of all time. Yeah. I yeah. loved the episodes he was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I was listening to Never Not Funny uh, last, last week, this past week. And they had a guest on who lived with... Uh, Yakov and Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, wow. Now there's a sitcom. 
And he said, uh, Yakov pretty much uh, was never at the house because he was always on tour. And he was constantly uh, writing jokes. And that uh, he came from uh, Russia. He defected. He escaped from Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, took his parents with him. Uh, when he got to the United States, uh, he was asked, you know, what, what occupation do you plan on having here? And he said, I'll be a comedian. And uh, he became a comedian, and he learned his jokes phonetically. Really? Yep. So show some respect for Yakov. Holy Spanos. shit. Wow. Because <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay apparently uh, did nothing and then uh, wrote his jokes out with a crayon like a two-year-old. <laughs> But he did make one of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> Ford Fairlane, or whatever it's called. Ford, Ford Fairlane. Yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with the Chris uh, Chris Ware book, Ford Fairlane. <laughs> that would be awesome if someone thought they were buying the, uh, you know, the film adaptation of a Chris Ware comic and they ended up with, you know, Robert Englund and Motley Crue and Andrew Dice Clay in this film. I'm uh, guessing it's going to go the other way, because mm. I am. I wouldn't be surprised if in the mid '80s there was a comic adaptation of the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. There totally was. I owned there them. We go. I owned there them. There we yeah. go. <laughs> People thinking they're buying a Chris Ware book. Oh, oh. they're like, oh, I've heard of this rare collectible, and they bite on eBay, and like, and some other guy sees it too, and they have a bidding war with each other. <laughs> Like, oh, I've heard Chris Ware buys these for $100 each so he can destroy them, which is apparently right, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put it on eBay. <laughs> you know how, like, we have those, I think, in our quarter box. You know how, like, sometimes you'll see something on eBay and they'll, in the title, just throw something related in case you're searching right. for, you know, like the name of, like, if you're searching for a Mastodon t-shirt, you might see... Uh, Mouth of the Architect T-shirt because they put Mastodon in the in the right, right. link, even though it has nothing to do with Item Your Body. Right. Maybe I'll put Chris Ware's name in there, you know, <laughs> and then just like not not say it's by Chris Ware. Right, right. That that's what I'm gonna do. There you go. That's what I'm gonna do. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you know how it turns out. <laughs> so anyway, show some respect. For oh yeah, you. yeah oh yeah. Straight. I I have a newfound. Respect for the man, especially for getting out of Russia and taking his parents. I thought I didn't even know if the guy was Russian. Like I thought his name was like Gary, and he just like made that act. Apparently, totally Russian. Couldn't speak English when he came to the states. Impressive. Learned how to tell jokes phonetically. That's that's pretty impressive. That's awesome. Hmm. I wrote a book apparently too. So phonetically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like ten years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did we learn anything else? On? I don't think we learned anything else. Uh, yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Looked up some Robert Redford movies uh, that you... I swear I've never seen yeah, well, yeah, I really haven't. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm going to have to rectify that. He seems yeah. like a... Despite what everybody has always said, he seems like a good actor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I stick with my two recommendations, uh, for sure. Maybe. Which Cassidy? Butch Cassidy and, uh, and uh, Sneakers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'll check them out. There you go. I shall check them out. Yeah. So what's up? Uh, what is up? What's happening? Uh, did, have we talked about have a, talked about going to the dentist yet? Have a, have uh, we yeah, yeah. We did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go back this coming Tuesday. Right, right. A uh, little follow-up. Right. A little follow-up action. Wish you luck. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be the last time I go in, you know, a year. A lot. Yeah. Um, uh, that's about it. Other than that, yeah. Car's still broken, so there's that. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Um, uh, uh, nothing else fun? I've been, uh, my, uh, ex-girlfriend is uh, really into Green Lantern lately. That's pretty that's been interesting. That's the thing. You, know, uh, <laughs> you loaned her a stack of Green Lanterns, I believe. I did. Uh, well, she, well, after the movie, she she totally got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, wanted to know if uh, there were any essential reads that, that uh, I could lend her. And I had to tell her that uh, 
of the stuff that influenced the movie? No. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I haven't read uh, Green Lantern comic or release since like, 1999. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, me neither. I'm sure I haven't either. Yeah. So I lent her what I had, which uh, was a bunch of Kyle Rayner stuff. Uh, I lent her uh, Green Lantern Rebirth, which I did buy, because I was just interested in seeing how they were going to bring uh, Hal Jordan back to life. That was that Jeff Jones? Yeah. 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 And uh, Ethan Van Skyver. Mm. Uh, He's my second favorite Van Skyver. Yes. Yeah. As well, he should be. Mm. Uh, he, uh, let's see what else. Um, I lent her Will World by Jam Damateus and uh, Seth Fisher. Yeah. Um, and I lent her the Denny O'Neill Neil Adams uh, Green Arrow Green Lantern run. Wow. The uh, <coughs> uber uh, liberal yep. uh, preachy yep. miniseries. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, she brought them all back and said that uh, those were the toughest to get through. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, on my own, I have been reading Grant Morrison's Super Gods and just recently finished the chapter in which he <laughs> pretty much bashes those comments. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, it seemed like he was, like, partially, you know, saying, like, you know, they were trying something pretty heavy and different. Right, and right. like, But then at the same time, he was like, yeah, they just kind of hit all the buttons, you know, right. basically. I think... I think he sort of approached it, at least from my opinion, from the point of view that, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, superhero comics were kind of floundering at the time and they were just trying something and, uh, <clears throat> that it worked, uh, but it worked too well and then like every other comic book started trying to do it and it just kind of ruined That the seems whole thing. to always happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, you know, like, uh, Dark Knight was super gritty and awesome and right. one of the best comics I've ever read. Yeah. And then, like, everything else was like, oh, we gotta be dark now. Yeah. And, like, it's just, instead of, like, taking the, the note as, oh, we have to do something different, that's what people like. Yeah. They just, you know, follow whatever. I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm not saying anything and nobody else hasn't realized, but, yeah. I mean, that, it is. Well, there are people who still don't realize it and that's why that keeps happening. Right, yeah. It's like, uh, uh, you know, there's the new, Superman movie coming out, and uh, they've apparently taken the idea that uh, you know the previous Superman movie didn't do so well, and the Dark Knight did incredibly well. So now Superman has to be dark and gritty because you know right. it has to match that. And then Green Lantern failed, and so they immediately said, "There's going to be a Green Lantern too, but it's going to be dark." And gritty. Dark and gritty. Well, yeah, that's what kids want. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I've heard that that's kind of what the Spider-Man movie looks like, too. Like, it's it a little darker. It looks pretty dark, too, yeah. yeah. yeah it's just, yeah. People, Hollywood just doesn't get it. And business people don't get it, I guess. Well, yeah. I, I heard that uh, for years they've been talking about doing a Stephen King Dark Tower movie. Right. And with uh, Cowboys and Aliens not exactly doing amazing. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like, like, oh, let's can all the cowboy movies, you know. Right, yeah. Like anything Western related. Yeah. It's like that's completely different. That's like yeah, yeah. it's like a Stephen King thing. It's a fantasy world. I mean, right, I yeah. it has more in common with Lord of the Rings than it does Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> I've never read it, but apparently I've read the first four books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It yeah. is, it's you know just because the guy dresses like a cowboy and carries a gun, right? I mean, he's pretty much just a knight, you know, without a suit of armor. Right. right. <laughs> it's it's a fantasy world there. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's uh, nothing we can do except, uh, you know, not support things that look crappy. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Do that, people. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like, like the Conan movie came out, uh, last week, and the producers of that are already blaming the audiences for, for, you know, for, for whatever reason. But, you know, how about the fact that it just looks awful? And uh, the reviews came in and said it was terrible. I, I, I've only seen the teaser trailer, but I thought it looked, I thought it looked alright. It looks okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a movie I think I definitely would want to see on DVD, but yeah. I'm not going to rush out to see it in the theater. Right. Yeah, I'm also not going to expect, you know, an incredible movie. Yeah. Right. If yeah. I want Incredible Conan, I'll just go read the Dark Horse books. There you go. Yeah. Kurt Busiek. Yeah. Surprising yeah. everybody by writing a decent comic. <laughs> it, did, yeah, it doesn't seem it's in his repertoire, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It made it work. It was awesome. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Oh, I went to the Dayton Art Institute. I think yeah. I may have I may have mentioned that to you yesterday, but they had uh, right here in Dayton, Ohio. They have the Art Institute, and they had uh, some what they're calling manga from the 1840s there, which is pretty crazy. So, like, you know, tentacle rave and there's some tentacle rave. There's a yeah. there's a Pokemon or two. Right, right, right. Um, some some uh, dirty pear. Oh yeah, the dirty pears. Yeah, yeah. Adam Seed. Yeah. Bubblegum Crisis. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know a lot more manga than I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just... And yes, I'm going to pronounce it manga. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, um, I, you know, I, I have nothing against manga. Uh, but, uh, I wouldn't call myself a fan. Like, I, I've read maybe a dozen ever, and I, like, I, I really did like Battle Angel Alita. I read, like, I don't know, 50 issues of it or something. Um, I liked, I liked, uh, you know, things here and there. But just overall, I've just never gotten into any of it. Like, just the whole style and the culture of it. Like, I have nothing against it. It's just not something I'm into. I don't have so much of a problem with it at all. You know, I've read, uh,. I've read like three volumes of, uh, of one called Sanctuary, which was pretty good. It was like, that a, like a drama thing. Yeah, I heard it was kind of like The Sopranos meets... Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. very noirish, you know. Right. Political. Uh, my, my ex used to read uh, Oh My Goddess. Okay. And uh, we were just lazing around the house or whatever. I would uh, read some of those. They weren't bad. They were, yeah. You know, definitely not something I would uh, seek out. But, I, you know. there, there was a manga I've been thinking about picking f- for a... For yeah. uh, a review for a long time. Is it Akira? No. <laughs> it's the entire run of Akira. <laughs> uh, what are you doing this week? Anything? Nothing. Yeah. I well, can't go anywhere. Well, you can probably read the first volume. <laughs> uh, no, no, the one I was <clears throat> going to pick. I'm not going to pick it oh, okay. this week, but uh, eventually I might. But, okay. uh, well, then don't say it. I won't say what it is, okay. but it, but it would it would be a lot less reading than Akira. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Um, a lot, a lot less heavy. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I have nothing against it, but <clears throat> seeing those, those drawings at the Art Institute yeah. were amazing. I mean, they were basically what the guy does. I, I can't remember his name. I want to say it's Hokushai or Hokusei or something. That's last name. Uh, I don't even know where the Art Institute is. <laughs> it's in Dayton. Uh, is it next to the Arby's? I think there might be, uh, there's a church's chicken over there. Um, I don't know. I don't know about Arby's. I know there's uh, there's an Arby's down the road from here. <laughs> I think we're pretty close to an Arby's. Um, so what you're saying is the Dayton Arby's? Yeah, it's in Dayton. We're both in Dayton. Uh, Dayton's not huge. It's about two two blocks. Yeah, right? it's yeah, it's it's a small town. Um, there's some airplanes, but. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, they had 14 of these, uh, hardcover mangas from the 1840s. And, uh, you know, they're, they're not exactly comics. I mean, there are some, uh, linear pictures that, you know, are like the same character. And then there's, there's a little bit of like, um, dialogue or description on the pages, but it's not like one big story or anything. But, uh, there's some really great drawings. And apparently the way the guy did them was he would, he would draw stuff, and then he would have, like, a team of people that would cut out, uh, you know, everything except for the lines he made on, on wood, and, uh, they, they made these, these wood mangas block. with woodblock prints, yeah. So they're really cool. I mean, they're, they're really, uh, interesting looking, and, uh, I don't know how long they're there, but if anybody happens to be listening that lives in Dayton, which I think a couple people do, uh, I'd highly recommend checking it out. There you go. You do that. No. But be warned. Stop by the Arby's first. Stop. Get yourself some potato cakes. And some horsey sauce. <laughs> and bronco berry sauce. They have, they have a sauce called bronco berry sauce. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It basically tastes like sweet and sour sauce with like some chili paste in it. Sounds gross. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Anyway. But, uh, I, I do, I do warn you because it'd been like a year since I'd been in the Art Institute and last time I was there, they just had a donation box that you can, 
just you can just blow right past it, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um, but this year, they're on their. Uh, <clears throat> there is a quest to actually stay in business, apparently, yeah. and uh, they're they're <clears throat> they're strongly suggesting an eight dollar donation. Right. Like they talk to you eye to eye, they make eye contact, right. and they mention all this, and they make you feel like a dirt bag if you don't have eight bucks on right. you. Right. But uh, I, I did. I scrounged up eight dollars. Yeah. I don't care cash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have a credit card machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't have a credit card. Oh, well, you have those, you still have, uh, those, uh, I just ran out of IOU. Those jewel, those shells that you picked up at the, at the beach <laughs> that you barter with. <coughs> yeah, IOU is good too. Yeah. Just right on the back of like a, you know, a receipt from Denny's or something. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my coworker told me. Uh, recently, that apparently uh, it is entirely legal to write on anything, and it's a check. Oh, really? Yep. Really? Yep. Do you have to put your routing number and everything? Nope. Oh. You just have to put the name of your bank, your name, who it's made out to, and how much for. Huh. But any place has the right to refuse checks, though. Uh, I guess, but, uh, but, uh... But the bank would accept that if you turned it in. Yep. Apparently the IRS has received the t-shirts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then, uh, some guy who, uh, got into an argument with a contractor, uh, tore a door off of his, uh, house, uh, wrote, wrote it on it like a check, and then threw it at the contractor. Uh, the guy was arrested for assault, but the check was good. <laughs> it didn't bounce? No. Yeah. Well, it probably bounced off the skull. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a heavy door, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that's that's news to me. It's like pennies aren't legal tender, yeah. but a door with your uh, you know signature on it is. That's pennies aren't legal tender. Ronald Reagan, my friend. Declared pennies not legal tender. Really? Um, you, you know, people still accept them, but it's the only piece of mon- monetary, uh, you know, coinage or paper that currency right. that you're allowed to destroy. Really? Because it's it's not really legal tender. Well, that's good because I throw those shits away. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hate pennies. Oh yeah. Why do they keep making them if they're not legal tender anymore? It's bizarre. I I uh. It's, they are litter. It costs more. Pennies are litter. It costs more than a penny to produce one. I know. I know that's yeah. a fact. So they've been talking about that for years. They are litter, <laughs> and I don't care that the most recent one has Captain America's shield on the back of it. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. They are trash. Yeah. Stop making fucking pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone from the the uh, the mint who might be <clears> listening. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're a fan of the show. Yeah. Uh, our listener John, he uh, lives in Washington. Oh he yeah, can talk to he's got some pull. Come yeah. on, stop making pennies. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Nope. Uh, that sound is the sound of smug satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> With a job not so well done. <laughs> yeah. Exciting stuff. Pennies. Penny talk. This has been Penny Talk. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what am I reading? Oh, 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 wow, you caught me off guard. Um, uh, I think you have a copy of this. I don't know that you do. But if not, I'll lend you mine. Alright. Uh, let's read Metaphor by Ted McKeever. I. Hmm. <laughs> I I think I think I remember ringing you up for first couple of them at least. I think I have them. Yeah. I think I do. I don't recall. Well, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Pretty sure I have them. Either way. Yeah. I've got a copy. All right. So. All right. Let's do that. Sweet. Sweet. Read along, kids. Yay. Metaphor. Metaphor. M A T M E T A. Four. Like the numeral four. Yeah. No. Hey, that word also means another thing, too. What? <laughs> when you say it out loud? Oh, it's when you golf. Yeah. yeah four. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> All right. Sounds awesome. Sweet. Hope I have them. 
I'm sure it's buried in the stack of unread comics that I have. Right. There's there's five of them, so if you start digging around. That doesn't make any sense. There should only be four. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Huh. All right, let's scrap this. Pick another one. Okay. Uh, Dynamo 5. There's four of those. <laughs> Alright, metal four. Sounds good. Alright. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. Yep. Done. Bye bye. Bye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.